This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Speaking of good. Oh, it's finally time. It's time. College football. Big 10. It's right around the corner. And right now at BetMGM, the king of sports. The sports Ohio State to win the Big 10. Juicy. Not as juicy as Clemson, but juicy. Minus 250. Michigan is right behind them. Nine to one. Wisconsin, 14 to one. Penn State, 14 to one as well. Some other teams further down the board. Nebraska, 20 to one. Minnesota, 25 to one. Also 25 to one. Purdue, Michigan State, and Iowa. Maryland, all the way down there. The Fighting Baby Tulas, 100 to one. Indiana. Basketball school. Don't Illinois, 200, 250 to 1. Northwestern, 300 to 1, as well as Rutgers, 300 to 1. Ryan, you've been talking about the Big Ten yeah. for quite some time. I don't know why you're so excited about it, but for some reason, you are, can't wait to handicap this conference. So, so what, what's making you so giddy? What on the board makes you happy right now? Just a big Midwest guy. I love the Big Ten. I like a good like 10 to 7 Nebraska Northwestern game. They actually meet week one, by the way, and uh, Nebraska 11 point favorites, which seems kind of tempting to jump on Northwestern, but I'm going to stay away from that. Uh, I actually wanted to talk. I have a bunch of notes. I wanted to talk about this with the Strowski last Saturday on his show on 670 The Score, and he said it's way too early for college football. So I uh, pretty much did all this for nothing, but I did bet three <laughs> win totals. As far as the futures market, I know it's like chalky. I would not bet anybody other than Ohio State, but I actually have a way that we can make money on Ohio State without laying minus 200. All right. Hmm. What we're going to do is we're going to play this right now because it's not going to close at 14 and a half. Uh, I thought this was going to open up as like a 10 point spread. It was 13 and a half. Now it's 14, 14 and a half. Uh, I'm going to play Ohio State week one against my own team, Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame right now does not have any secondary depth. Uh, they have a bunch of three stars covering a bunch of future pros. So the reason Ohio State is so chalky because it's Ryan Day, fourth season, the best play caller probably in the Big Ten. Um, and he brings back C.J. Stroud, who if he's not the first overall quarterback taken, he's going to be the number two pick. I kind of want wins to suck so we can get Stroud. Exactly. Trayvon Henderson's back, man. Jackson Smith is back. And so... They are going to score 40 points per game. The reason, you know, last year I wasn't fully sold on them was their linebackers were all pretty much freshmen. Now they're all a year older. And after a terrible season defensively, they bring in a new defensive coordinator. They get Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State. So they're going to run a 4-2-5 this season. And if they could prevent teams from scoring 40, I think they're going to win the Big Ten easily. I don't think it's worth a play on Michigan or anybody else because that's how good Ohio State is. I mean, I'm picking against Notre Dame. They're going to get clubbed by like 40 points. Really quickly. I to, can't find the first uh, first week on BetMGM for some reason. The games of the year. I know. Yeah, I know. They can't should find be, them. I would assume that they're going to be up here soon. Uh, it is still 14 and a half, though. And if, you know, maybe you're traveling, you could always look. But um, yeah. that's what sucks. And same thing with the win totals right now. But I can when, get win totals. You could? Okay, good. Yeah, let me show you what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Because um, uh, I saw the seven and a half for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I saw, let me just find this right because I just switched over. Yeah, so you can do the team season specials, and you can tab over. So we can go through. Um, I know that you had 
some thoughts on Minnesota, but we've got all of them, all the win totals up now if you want to kind of roll Perfect. through Perfect, let's them. do it. Uh, let's talk Minnesota first because I think that's the one that you've been pretty much hyping. Yeah, I went over on Minnesota. So, like, last year um, was pretty high on Minnesota. We took them week one. They end up going 9-4, and four, and they also, I mean, they won their bowl game 18-6 to six over West Virginia. They looked really def- good defensively in that game, and they bring back Tanner Morgan for what seems like I think is like 20th year at quarterback. Um, and they also get their offensive coordinator that they had two years ago as well. They get Kirk uh, Siriaco back. And so the last time he called plays for Minnesota was back in 2019. And they were awesome offensively. That was one of P.J. Fleck's first years there. Tanner Morgan threw for, I believe, 30 touchdown passes that year. <laughs> yeah. Over 3,000 uh, 3, yards. And now he's back after two years. So improved play calling. I like P.J. Fleck. I know he's not uh, everybody's cup of tea, but they also bring back Autumn Bell. It's his sixth year of eligibility. He led him in receptions last year, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. I actually thought he might go pro, but instead he comes back for year six. They also improved their offensive line. They hit the transfer portal really hard in the defensive line as well. And they have a lot of production that they have to replace. Like last year, defensive linemen had 21 and a half of their 25 sacks. But they bring back Thomas Rush, who had five sacks last year. And he was seeing a bunch of double teams. So I like what they did in the transfer portal. Improved offensive line, defensive line. And seven, like they're going to win eight games. Last year, they won nine. And I think they're better this year. Mm. They also... I mean, they're going to be a lot better. Uh, they're going to be able to run the ball because they get Ibrahim back as well. So I love Minnesota this year, and that's probably one of my favorite bets uh, win total-wise. I think they win at least nine games. What's Michigan's number? I'm looking at Michigan right now. That's nine and a half, uh, juice to the over, minus 115. As much as I hate Harbaugh, and by hate I, I mean love, and those khakis are nice, I think I want to take the over on, the, on Michigan this year Michigan? too. I mean, I think there's – a lot of people that are looking at what they lost last year, most specifically Aiden Hutchinson, you're like, man, how does that defense come back to be as good as they are or they were last year? But I think they still have a chance to be really, really special. My biggest concern is you're looking at the fact that they lost their they lost their uh, coordinator, Mike McDonald. He went to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson left. David Ojoba left as well. Brad Hawkins, defensive back, he's gone. Um, but you really have to look at like the, the pipeline of the guys that they have in Michigan to, to trust that they – can come in and play some football. For me, I, I think that after last year, Harbaugh gets over that that bump or that hump, rather, finally beating Ohio State, winning the Big Ten title for the first time since 2004. I think that was huge for just like his progress as a coach and what he wants to do and who he wants to be uh, and the legacy that he wants to lead in Michigan. Now it's time to like really establish yourself in your job. Like We always know Michigan is around. They're always hanging around. They're always kind of relevant, but yeah. they never can get over that hump. Last year, I think you got that monkey off your back. You feel a little more relaxed now. So I like Michigan over on their win total uh, as well. They lost a couple guys up front as well, but they bring in a, a transfer from Virginia Tech. Um, he should be an All-American. Lasengan uh, Olawatimi, he's from Vodtech. Yeah. Um, I think there's another starter guy. I don't know who's going to replace him. J.D. McCarthy as well. Cade McNamara. They, uh, they are decent quarterbacks. I mean, we saw last year Michigan could always kind of surprise you with who they had under center. And then you look at coordinators, Matt Weiss, he comes in, Sharon Moore. I mean, they have a lot to work with, even though they feel like they've lost a ton. So I'm probably leaning the overall Michigan. Um, 9-1 to one for Michigan to also win the Big Ten Conference. I love Ohio State, though. CJ Stroud does not have I don't know, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave to throw to anymore. Those would that would definitely yeah. be a hindrance. But you know how state's just like a wide receiver Bunch factory too. Yeah, so are. like I don't know how much I trust those guys being gone is like the biggest dip off in the world. But it could happen. So I mean, if you 
Michigan nine to one. I mean, everybody else is pretty much like, okay, Wisconsin, no. And Wisconsin has the same analysis as Penn State. I've watched yeah. enough Penn State football to know they're not going to win the Big Ten. Yeah. But why am I not just putting a few dollars on Michigan nine to one and hoping that Ohio State's just not as good as we think they are? Because last year they were really good. Nobody really believed in them either, though. If you're going to compete with Ohio State, man, you need a secondary. Because the reason yeah. Ohio State beats up on the Midwest is because you got a bunch of kids. I mean, like Minnesota, for example. You know, P.J. Fleck and these guys, they're recruiting these kids from Minnesota, mm-hmm. Iowa, Joliet, Illinois, Chicago. Whereas Ohio State, you get whatever you want. Everybody yeah. wants to be a Buckeye. So I like, so I'm with you on the state of Michigan. But I actually, really quick, it's minus 140 now. So if you want to bet it, I would do it now. Michigan State's number is only seven and a half. Yeah, I saw that. I hammered that. Uh, a lot of money. They won 11 games last year for Mel Tucker. He gets paid. I think the reason it's only seven and a half is because of what they lose offensively. Kenneth Walker could have been the Heisman. Jalen Naylor. I can't wait to see what Kenneth Walker does in the league. Too. Same here, man. I loved him. And they uh, lose Jalen Naylor. But like, look what they bring back. Peyton Thorne was really good last year. Put up good numbers. He was really efficient. He wins the job last year as a sophomore. I think he gets better as a junior. They bring back a bunch of talent on the offensive line. Uh, like most teams, they hit the transfer portal. That's going to be the toughest part of this season. Is they just got Jalen Berger from Wisconsin. He's going to be able Dude. to carry a ton. Jared Broussard as well from Colorado. They're going to split carries with Walker gone. Like, they got the guys that can run the ball. And that's why I don't understand. Now, it's juice minus 140. I don't get why the win total was only 7.5. They also got Amir Speed, the defensive back from Georgia, which mm-hmm. if you're a DB, like, that's the best name right there. So, I like them a lot. Um, replacing Kenneth Walker is going to be tough, but you just said it, man. Berger was a top 150 recruit out of high school in Wisconsin, so I like that fit for him. So Michigan State over 7.5, Minnesota over 7.5, and, and then any way you could target Ohio State, I would I would do it because they are going to be the real deal this year. They're winning 11 games minimum. Are we trusting Sean Clifford to be a good quarterback now that he's a senior? Oof. He's been a senior for like 12 years, by the way. Their win total is 8.5 this year. I will never bet against him again with Graham Mertz, but that's all I could say about yeah. them. Uh, I don't know if they're going to, you know. Eight and a half, nine wins? I don't think it's happening. I'd go under on Penn State. The over is plus money. So the under, minus 120, it's only a little juice. Not even really juice. I don't under, consider juice as like minus 145. I feel better about Clifford in their situation, though, and what they bring in than I do uh, Wisconsin if I they're really going to go back to Graham Mertz. I was yeah. just about to ask you about Wisconsin. So they had nine wins, right, yeah. last year. Their number is eight and a half at minus 140. There's actually people who think that there's value betting Wisconsin because they opened with the second best odds to win the Big, uh, Big Ten originally back in the beginning of May, which I thought was absolutely bonkers. Uh, I know that they got really close last year, but it doesn't feel like they added anything significantly, especially since Graham Mertz was so awful. Yeah, Yeah. they're always a trendy, popular pick, and they always have a solid run game. You always know they're going to have a tough offensive and defensive line, but the problem is Graham Mertz. And I actually bought into the Graham Mertz hype because that was like the best recruited quarterback that they've had ever. Yeah, Uh, it it, Wisconsin, and he's just not been very good. He might end up getting replaced. I like Paul Chris, but... I'm out on the Badgers this year. Not doing that torture to myself again. I wanted to add one more really quickly. I'm looking at Maryland. The overall on their win total, six is plus money. Man, Mike Loxley, first two seasons, won just five games, but seven last fall, and that team was mad injured. Everybody pretty much died for them last year. I looked to them to win six games this season. So it was nice. probably get a push. 